Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast, folks. Welcome back another week. We have a full house tonight. We have more people than uh, we know what to do with them, but we we have special guests. We have our normal Paul and Franklin guys, and I'll say hi to you guys in a second. But let me say hi to the special guests right now. We have Raj from Tesla Raj. You know, Raj, we've waited so long for you to <laughs> I have waited as well to be on this show. <laughs> Thank you very much for gracing us with your presence. Thanks for having me. And Trevor, a, a, a gentleman also that just like Raj needs no introduction. Trevor from um, it says here Model Three Owners Club, but we that's, all know. No, no, no. That's my that's 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 my Twitter handle. Everybody knows about my Twitter handle. Oh, your Twitter handle. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you're you're also known for your Tesla Online group, right? Obviously. That's right. TeslaOwnersOnline.com, baby. Yeah, baby, yes. Thanks for coming on, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, Paul, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Franklin, thanks for coming yeah. on. Always glad to be here. Yes. Uh, and how is everyone doing with um, our isolation? Everyone's I'm bored. Good? You're bored? Yeah, bored. <laughs> Resorted to alcohol. So yeah. <laughs> It's come to that. You never drank a, anything in your life. You're the only thing I can look forward to is Tuesday nights now, Dax. <laughs> I gave up soda and took up drinking. <laughs> well, you're on the right podcast. This is like an alcoholic uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have you know, we haven't done that in weeks. No, we haven't. <laughs> we got I'm missing my Moscow mule. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, folks, thanks for anyone that's tuning in. Uh, as you know, we do this um, live, but we also uh, put it up. Where, where is it? Where's my banners here? We put it up on a, is that where it is? Yep, uh, on the audio version. Uh, you can check it in on it, check it out in your car while you're commuting to and from wherever you're going, even though we're supposed to not be driving around on in your Tesla on TuneIn Radio. And of course, the podcast is on uh, iTunes, iTunes Radio or iTunes. So you can check it out there or you can see the YouTube version. If you're watching live and you have any questions for uh, these group of characters here, just uh, put it down in a comment below. And later on in the show, we'll try to get to it or we will get to it. If you go to the trouble to Put a question on there. We will get to it for you, for you guys for sure. So you guys are doing good. You guys ready to start? Anything anybody wants to mention before we get going? I need a haircut. Oh. <laughs> Who, said Who, said that? Who said that? Raj said that. Raj. <laughs> Frank? Okay, so truthfully, Frank? I've been doing my own hair for the last like two years. So I don't really know. It shows. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've gone for job interviews. I've gotten the job doing my own hair. So I mean, I got to be doing something right. So I know a lot of people now are going out crazy trying to buy all the stuff to give themselves haircuts. Meanwhile, I'm, I've been good. It's really yeah. convenient. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I I could do that. I I could do stuff in the mirror, but I can't cut the back of my head. Well, I probably would cut the back of my head. I wouldn't cut my hair. Okay. Now that we've got the hair and grooming uh, edition <laughs> out of the way, we can get on to our first topic. Um, and with five of us in here, I don't know how this layout's going to be when I put the screen shot up here. Um, cool. like, oh, there you guys are. You're all there. Okay, our first topic for the night is uh, the Model Y. The Model Y now finally has a tow hitch option. <laughs> has I anyone... saw that one coming. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we all have. Now, the I guess... It's a some kind of a controversy because the people that already have them, uh, they're not going to be offered one, or are they going to be offered one? Like, I mean, okay, so Raj, you've seen one in the flesh, and you were able to take a good inspection of one. Yeah. Could, could, 
Can you tell us if those, and what we're, we're, we're roughly estimating from what I heard from everyone, roughly about 3,000 probably have gone out yep. before the shutdown. Sounds about right. Do you think those guys are going to be able to get some kind of retrofit? Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, when when you take that that panel off and look underneath, it was it was a gaping hole of nothing. Like there was nothing in there. There's nothing I could see that could be affixed to it. Because when you talk about and anybody on here, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, because I'm not the expert at tow hitches, as I've never had a vehicle with a tow hitch. But the tow hitch does need to be affixed to the frame of the vehicle. Uh, and I didn't see any connecting points. And that, I mean, essentially, you would need something that was already pre, like, connected or pre-drilled uh, that could connect to the frame. So um, I don't think it's going to be available no. And the only other person I, I was going to, you know, you see you putting your hand up there, Trev. I was the only other person I was going to say that would know some about this because he's well, got one on his mind. I, I will speak to it a little bit because, well, Franklin is also a witness because he helped me uh, when I had my bumper <laughs> off on the back because I got an eco hitch on, uh, on my performance model three. So we took the bumper off. The model three is definitely designed to have uh, a hitch on the back. It's actually a very simple install to do. You take the rear bumper off the crash bar, which is this large aluminum extrusion comes off with six bolts. And then you have these two stainless steel ad adapter plates that you remove and once you remove those two plates, you put the eco hitch back on and it has the same bolts in the same locations where the frame rails go and you put the crash bar back. So the car is actually designed to have uh, a hitch. Uh, I haven't seen the model Y bumper taken off yet until Sandy stops moving around and I get a good look at the back, but guaranteed it's the same setup as the model. Yes. 3. So uh, actually after you say that, Trevor, it, it is. And that yeah. would work as a third party option. It, but, exactly. However, I will say this, when I bought my Model X, I bought it right at the time when Tesla started offering the trail or the uh, trailer hit or the hitch package included with the car, whereas before it was an option, just like it is now yep. on the Model Y. And my car was, even though I paid for it um, and it was not on my on my uh, bill of sale, it was added as a line item as an IOU. The car was delivered to me without the hitch. And they said, when they come in, we will install it for you at service. And sure enough, about a month later, whenever I got a call, they said, well, we got the hitch, bring your car in and we'll install it. So whether Tesla offers a retrofit for the Model Y remains to be seen, but for legal reasons, maybe they can't, but I guarantee you, guarantee you, you will be able to install one third party, even you know, from EcoHitch or one of the other guys. So I think the interesting thing here for me is, and we've seen this uh, from Tesla before, but maybe not this um, soon, is, uh, you know, they come out with something, an improvement. Uh, you know, they don't have model years like traditional vehicles, right? So I'm really surprised that they didn't have this at launch, to be honest with you. And if there isn't a retrofit, there might be some people that are disappointed because I know a hitch is very useful to a lot of people. Um, but we see this from, you know, Tesla all the time, right? And I think it just comes with the territory of owning a Tesla. It's the best car that you can have today, but tomorrow it might have a better mm -hmm. computer on it. It might have a better whatever, right? And I'm okay with that, but I, I can see people being frustrated perhaps. Especially I, if you bought it and it's brand new, right? Yeah. yeah. I've had several people reach out to me and all I've said to them is said, look, just call Tesla service. 
make them aware of the situation. If it becomes available, put your name on a list. I mean, you'll have to pay for it. It's not going to be free. Yeah. But at least if it does become available as a service replaceable item later on, maybe you can get the retrofit. I don't know. I mean, it's worth a shot. One of the positives, though, because uh, Trevor and I did it uh, on Trevor's car, obviously, like you were saying before, it's not overly complex to do. No. It's not a hard process. So if you had to do a third-party uh, tow hitch, you can do it yourself. And it will be cheaper. Yes. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The hitch on my car cost me 650 bucks, something like that. I mean, Tesla wants 1300 Canadian or 1000 bucks US. Yeah, I was so, just about to mention. Yeah, you can save a lot of money for sure. Yeah, and yeah. and with mine, I mean, I was fortunate because my car came with a new diffuser in the back that actually had, you know, yes. the panel and everything. Mm -hmm. So it was super easy. There was no cutting involved, and it's and it's the stealth one, so it's completely hidden. And when I wanted to use it, I just you know two little pop up screws, and then I just put the receiver in, put the bolt in, and, and off you go. So it's, yeah. it looked like nobody knows I have a hitch in the car. And it didn't take us that long either to do. Yeah. No, so not at all. Was it like a couple, couple hours or something? A couple yeah. hours, yeah. Well, I mean, it was Maybe hard to determine long. because we were doing the front, that we were doing the trunk lift install at the same time. Yeah. So we were kind of kicking two, <laughs> killing two birds with one stone at the time. But and you're there's no drinking involved. Honestly, if somebody, yeah, was to, I would, if, if somebody was to approach me and said, I want the hitch installed, I could do it in an hour. Really? Oh, yeah. I might hit you up on that, Trevor. I was just going to say, I'll be right back. <laughs> I could do it in an hour. It'll cost you a couple hundred bucks, but I could do it. I'll be there hour. with my stopwatch. <laughs> yeah, under an hour or in an hour, it's free. It's like well, pizza, yeah. Rice, then, yeah. Wait, wait, this isn't the Domino's podcast. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to our next topic staying in the Model Y vein type of thing. Um, and uh, Trevor touched on it uh, or mentioned his name briefly. Uh, Sandy Monroe. He's been uh, tearing apart that car or at least inspecting it and showing us around. And, you know, we're getting, I don't know about you guys, but valuable information coming out of the, those little episodes that he's, he's on, I think, episode 16 in, in that uh, screenshot it says there. But anyways, <laughs> believe it or not, this just came out today, uh, and I it almost shocked me at first until I read it. Believe it or not, the Model Y reveals an oil filter attached <laughs> to the motor. Can you That's believe that? Does the Model X have one? I mean, Model, I mean, Model 3. Model, Model 3's drivetrains have have oil filters on them. Does it? Yes. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this is non-news, fake okay. news. This is okay. fake news. Okay, well, according to, and, and I always forget to do this, uh, so I'm going to try not to. Inside EVs, they thought it was a headline or an article, and they, they put it right at the top of their page as, as anyways, in a nutshell, we'll move on to this. No now, comment on that, this. That, that's that, because uh, they had Model Y in the title, and I had the word tear down, so it just seemed like a good way to get clicks. Yeah, maybe. If, maybe if, if, if you want a million-mile rated drivetrain, you got to have an oil filter or some form on it. So Yeah. yeah. So, But it's not a user or not user even, but even a maintenance item, is it? Like it's Well, uh, that, that they didn't know. I will say this. When Ian drove out west to meet me in Vancouver – um, he did have an, a message come up on his screen. He told me it says uh, service the drivetrain. And when he took it in, <clears throat> when he got to Calgary and, and um, had the, the service center in Calgary go over the car, you know, as a once over to make sure everything was good, he mentioned that that oil warning came up and they said, oh, no, we checked it. It, it will do that if, if the car is super cold and the oil is too cold. It gets a little too viscous and mm -hmm. it thinks that it needs to be changed. But as soon as it warms up, it goes away. So. There you go. 
Oh, I guess when when oil freezes, then almost. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cold. <laughs> before we get off the one day was minus twenty seven, so yeah, it's pretty cold. I was going to say before we get off the Model Y topic, because uh, I know Dax wants to jump ahead here, uh, we yeah. can stick with the whole theme. Uh, we had a question from Matt who said, "Do you think the third row seats on the Y will be front facing or back facing?" Oh, um, front facing. We, we talked so about that. Last. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and we all kind of said back facing. Uh, we know Trevor was front facing, <laughs> so, yes, so, uh, so our discussion was basically uh, Tesla's a tendency to change things uh, depending on uh, whatever they think's best. And I know that photo. Uh, I don't know if you can find it now, Dax. Sorry to put you on the spot here. I that photo. It. Yeah, you have it. I because I was the one who took it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's convenient. <laughs> no, no, you're talking about the one where Sandy's sitting in it, or yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So that that photo is, oh, uh, really shows how good it is. Uh, rear facing, yep. so maybe that's Tesla might have said, "Hey, let's go back to the drawing board. This looks really good." I don't know. No, that's how they did in the S, right? So, yeah. Can you but, pull up the screen there, uh, Dax? I'm, I'm I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I'll send right. it to you if you want to put yeah, it. Yeah, I think Anyways, the thing is, is that, I have video you know, of it too. Obviously, there's prototype, and then you know what Trevor saw, and what some other people have seen is we've hmm. seen it all frontward facing, but we all have a hard time believing that. Even the 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 test drive one uh, had it frontward facing, so yep. we all know it as only a frontward facing. Um, do I think that it's probably better designed to be a rear facing after seeing people climb in there and do it the same way that the ES had rear facing seats? Yeah, I still have a hard time, you know, uh, believing that it was. Um, believing that it's frontward facing. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, but I don't think a full grown adult can sit back there. I mean, that makes more sense, you know? You yeah. Yeah. Has anyone adult. here actually sat in an S with the third row, mm -hmm. rear facing? Yeah. What's it like? It's for kids. It's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> but in the context of what you know about it, does the Model Y um, rear facing like that make sense to you? Looking at a picture like this, it makes sense. However, I will say this. When I was at the reveal event, got a ride in the Model Y, uh, one thing that they did not do was let anybody sit in the forward-facing rear third-row seats. And the yeah. second-row seats were actually on rails. They can actually be pushed forward to be able to get uh, into the third row. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a concept that a lot of people are missing. They're assuming that the second-row seat in the Model uh, y, as it stands right now, will not move. So they're thinking, like, how are you going to get into the third row? They do move. They're on rails, much like a Model X is that has the uh, the seven or the five seat configuration. I'm talking about the bench seat there, the six seat. Obviously, everybody's seen those move. Yeah. So, and then my personal opinion is, and I've tried to <laughs> um, put this into perspective. Um, when Tesla showed the Model Y, that was in March of 2019, and then they went to production. A um, little less than a year later, you can't be making changes right up to the last minute before you go to production on a prototype because you've got all this lead time of products and, and people and processes and stuff that got to come into place. That's very disruptive. That that just, I mean, throws everything yeah. off. So when was the last time, honestly, when you think about it, when was the last time you saw Tesla do a major change to a car from a prototype per production car? I'm not talking about the model s alpha prototype from way back in the day that doesn't count that wasn't a real car honestly when was the last time you saw the mute do a major change to a car there hasn't they've, been a lot. In they've fact, never done that's that their, that's their main like selling point is that you know like sure the car that we show at our announcement is like 90 
90% or higher what you're going to see at release. And and I want to throw mm -hmm. in one more thing. And Raj, you were witness to this because you got to spend some time with the car. Um, where the seats go for the third row is where that current extra storage compartment is, that yeah. five or six inches that you have. Now, if you've ever seen a Model X with the five-seat configuration, it's exactly the same way. That's where those seats go. Yeah. Just saying. In, Just in, saying. Yeah. In that little well area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And, and I tried to make a point of people trying to tell people that are getting a Model Y, if you think you're going to get a seven-seat variant of that car and you're still going to have that compartment, forget about it because that's where the oh, seats yeah. go. It's, yeah. it's not going to happen. you got to give something up. If you look at that picture with Sandy Monroe, as much as he looks like he fits in there, the one thing that not a lot of people are looking at is look at how, if you were to imagine now that thing closed, he's going to be about, I would say, six inches away from the glass. That comes down. It's going to slope right in front of his face. So God forbid you're in an accident. I mean, your forehead is going to hit that glass. Now, there is a little bit of space here because I do have a video, and unfortunately, it's not going to show too properly, but that's video that I took of the... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, wish I, I should have sent it to you hold in on, hold advance. On. Do it now. <laughs> do it now? Okay, hold on here. If I can get this damn thing to play. I mean, if you pop it up on your computer screen you can share your screen um, oh yes oh, that's when you when you took yeah yeah i remember that one yeah that's right yes yeah sorry about that anyways uh, it, it makes sense that, yeah now that you said that trevor it makes sense right that uh they can't go from like production to major change uh just not gonna happen no the, well, we know that would be like oh what do you do listen but we know that tesla can make changes very quickly um, you know, in production. But my point is, 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 you know, like I said before, when was the last time you saw them make a major change to a car from production intent prototype to prototype? Um, and that's a drastic change. So, well, yeah. but when is the rear seat, the uh, third row seat available? Next year. Next year. So, I mean, that's plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they were going to make a change, I'm just a firm believer that what we saw last year, the prototype, the drivable prototype, is exactly went into production. Minus yeah, some fair. minor little tweaks, you know. Oh, we got to put a different bolt here or something like that. I mean, the lead times on designing a car is very long. You can't make changes right at the last second. Uh, major changes. I mean, you can change a bolt here or there. It's not that big of a deal, I don't think. But, uh, anyways, that's just my opinion. Um. I agree. I, I I mean, I don't know. I agree with what you're saying, Trevor. It just everything. I wouldn't be surprised. Looks. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I would be surprised. It's weird to say, but I fully understand what you're saying, Trevor. But you know what? It's actually exciting now because now we have something to look forward to to see which way it goes. <laughs> so It's like the about. last thing about the Model Y we still don't know anything about yet. Yeah, so, yeah because so up your, to last week it was a hitch, right? And, yeah. yeah. So what's your thoughts? Uh, Mark said, can you convert a five-seater to a seven-seater? Uh Thoughts on a conversion? Probably not, right? I don't think. No, so. there's some uh, people that have done, you know, that bought the, had, had put the, the kit seats in the Model S before. Rich rebuilds, for example, Rich Benoit oh, yeah, had oh, done yeah. it on his. Uh, there's a little bit more involved than just putting seats in there. There's an extra crash bar they got to change and stuff. So uh, I don't see retrofits for this because it's never happened on the Model X. So forget about it. You got to buy it with the seat or forget about it. Well, I'll yeah. tell you, I had a 2010. Um, off topic, but a little bit of topic. 2010 Toyota RAV4. And it only had, <laughs> it had the, I know it had, well, this was before I got the, the yeah, Tesla. Yeah. Um, and it had the, just a regular five seater, but it came in a seven seater variant. And a buddy of mine had it. And uh, very, very tiny inside, very 
for the backseat. Very, very small. Well, but jump, anyways, jump seats. I, yeah, no, it, it was. Uh, yeah, I guess it was jump seats. It was exactly like how my the, brother used to have a pickup that had jump seats that came down from. The oh side. no, sorry, not jump seats, not from the side. It was regular okay. forward facing. Oh, all right, but but um, all the hardware in mine was there, like like little panels, and you can remove the panels on the side, and that's where the seat belts would go in. So, anyways, one day I was waiting for an oil change at the dealership for whatever stupid reason I was doing, and I asked one of the service guys. I said can I get like, is there a kit? You guys sell it. Can I bring it in and buy it? And you guys do it for me type of thing to turn, turn this into a, a third row. And he looked at me, he goes, we could, but you don't want to. He goes, it's better just to sell the car and buy one. It was just so much involved. Wow. That makes sense for a salesperson to say. <laughs> no, but he was being, <laughs> he was being Go to the junkyard and buy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Um, one of the other things, uh, where is it here? Uh, it's gone up a little bit. Mark was asking something. Where is it? You guys see the thing? Oh, anyways, somebody, I think it's Mark in in the chat below was asking. Oh, Mark Lindsay, yeah. Yeah, if uh, Raj is in Canada. And he happens <laughs> to be in Canada. He's in Newfoundland right now. You can just look behind him in his window. You can see that white you might think is sun glare. That's snow. All snow. That's, That's all snow. snow. Right yeah. the but the good thing is he's going screeching later. So uh, yeah. if anyone yeah. knows what that is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so he's surrounded by Canadians. It has I to count guarantee you he doesn't know what screeching is. I really is. need to no. go get <laughs> Anybody watching live know what screeching is? Let us know. <laughs> be an honorary Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't be a Newfoundlander without being screeched in. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Actually, okay. Mark makes a good comment. He says something about Model Y seems to have the best and latest Tesla tech to date, and that's true. It's every so latest, true. every car that Tesla brings out, the newest car is always the best one that has the best tech. Yeah. So yeah. that gets me super pumped. Yeah, I totally agree with you, and it seems Cyber that's the exactly. <laughs> yeah, we know you, you read my time. mind, Trev. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It gets me super pumped for the oh, yeah. Cybertruck. Yeah. Because just imagine, imagine what's going to be in that puppy that we don't even know about yet. Uh, I've been told that there's, and, and I don't have any details, but I've been told that uh, there's extra stuff about the Cybertruck. I think uh, Raj even said that too at one yeah. point. Yeah, there's extra Some, stuff we don't know about yet. Yeah, there's uh, going to be a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute, Raj. You look like you don't. You're like can't say something. It's I just. Can't. It's you just know the uh, sealed emoji. It's just you five of us. Like, my lips sealed emoji. <laughs> 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 Finish your drink and start talking, Raj. Yeah, he's drinking the drink. Yeah. Or just you just smell the beans. It's not like this is live stream or anything. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not live. It's not live. <laughs> not like Elon's watching. No. <laughs> I will kill you. Speaking. No, but I do think that, you know, the amount of stuff that's in the Cybertruck already, right? If just given as it is what it is, as what was announced, it's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. I think that there's so much potential and possibility because you're now not dealing with a standard car. You're, you're dealing with a, you know, a, a utility vehicle that is going to be used by, you know, from all different types of people, from people using it for work, construction, you know, even daily drivers, whatever, that there's so much more you could build in. And then not only build in, but so much more accessories, right? We already saw pictures of like the camping kit, the kitchen yeah. kit. Like there's just going to be so much, as long as they have the stuff internally to support it all, they'll be good. So I'm sure that the team is all working on accessories and different types of modes and features and things that it can do. Um, and I'm sure that when we see it, 
there's going to be a lot more that wasn't talked about because a lot of the stuff's going to have to go through testing, right? To just see, does it make the end cut off or not, right? So, well, Elon did say on Twitter that Cybertruck was going to have some sick accessories. You know, I, I was excited for the Model Y, but I can tell you with the Cybertruck, I've never been excited, more excited for any other vehicle, yeah. right? Like, I, I cannot wait. Me. And we were talking last week, uh, but I wanted to ask Raj and Trev, uh, Trevor just to see um, who has the lowest reservation number. So I'm 36,000. You pull mine up? Oh, right. Good question. Well, Raj and I were in line. All right. Pull them out, boys. Pull them out. <laughs> I think Franklin beat That's us, right? All right. So, Everyone lay them on the table. Let's uh, see. So when, Hold on. When they were doing the – when he was showing it, I already had – so I had like 10 people over my house. We're all watching it, all yeah. Tesla owners in the area. And everyone's like freaking out and excited. I'm there. I have my phone out. Uh, Tesla.com slash Cybertruck because it follows the same pattern of every yeah, other release. Yeah. And I was smashing refresh, page not available, page not available. And just before he even made the announcement of the website, I was already like had it loaded, putting in my info and sent my payment through. So, well, uh, you know, now this might just get me kicked out of this. Uh, out of this <laughs> <laughs> just be honest. Not oh, at no, all. I'm getting it first. US, come on. Yeah, yeah. So they they always, have the candidate hate when actually. It should be released in Canada first, because who's going to take it through the snow? I'm just saying, you know. I am. <laughs> no, well, you oh, I'm going to beat the hell out of this thing. <laughs> I told them. <laughs> That's them a Seinfeld week. thing. If anyone yeah. didn't pick mm -hmm. up on that, <laughs> I was telling them last week I got to move to the U.S. Get my yeah. U.S. citizenship. I have you got a couple years. years, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm like, beat Raj to it. <laughs> I'm considering yeah. it. Go, go move to California for a couple of years. Just take for delivery. a truck? Oh, yeah, just take delivery and then drive Man, back? That, that yeah. is dedication right I'll there. Say, I'll yeah. say. I, there, there, there were a lot of people that want it first. What number are we looking at? I don't know. Last four digits? Three, four, five digits? Last five digits. Well, depending. Last... Um, 92, 800, something like that. 92, 800. Okay. But, but I don't know where the number started. Yeah, yeah somebody reverse thing. engineered it. It's like... A, so I'm after Trevor because I know that he ordered way before me at the event. Because at the event, I saw it and I was like, I'm not buying that. In fact, till so, today, my wife still is like, you're not buying that. So I've got... Oh, my wife still says that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, you were there. When did you place your order? Uh, uh, we're right. in line, uh, waiting in for line? the drive. Oh, okay. So I'm 97803. I'm not even pulling mine up because I, I, I don't know. But I... To answer your question, Trev, I placed my order when we got out of, out of the building, when we were all funneled out yeah. to go in the back to wait in line. That's when I well, said, said I did too. I did yeah. too. But okay. right. you know, Raj, let me um, let me rain on your parade a little bit. Maybe, <laughs> possibly. Um, Missouri, that's uh, a lot yeah. further, a lot further away yeah. than than you are. Um, yeah. Missouri has put together a package. One, I, I don't know how this is. $1 billion package for the Cybertruck Gigafactory. Now, talk about enticing. Now, the the this is from Inside EVs. I keep forgetting to mention where these articles are coming from. But it has to do with some business guy, some leader. Um, his name is somewhere here. Uh, he was, oh, uh, Toby Teeter. Uh, he's the one that first back in March 10th had mentioned it to Elon and said, you know what, in, on a tweet, said, oh, we can do it. Uh, and I think at the time it was only – uh, a few hundred thousand. Uh, I read the article, but I forget all the numbers that were involved. Um, and he's got a hundred acres uh, that he was that uh, they were going to give 
to um, not give or I guess sell or whatever, whatever the thing was uh, for, you know, now it's a thousand acres and it's a billion dollar deal. Um, I mean, what do you guys think? Is there anyone else that could, that could have a, a sweeter offer than this? All of your tax break. Yeah. It's you're, a Joplin. Well, okay. Let, let me throw this at what about Toronto? Now don't laugh. Don't laugh with the exchange rate. You're saving forty percent, maybe more off the top. I don't know. That's pretty appealing, right? It ain't gonna happen. But I, I wish it would. But it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. I, mean, I, I thought I would throw that at Do you remember back in 2013 when Tesla actually had to have a competition to get the states to compete against each other to give them incentives? Now they're just falling all over each other to give them incentives to come. Yeah, I know. Right? At, what a change. So what does that tell you? People want Tesla. They want jobs. <laughs> it's the only it car company that's actually making any money right now, and it's actually increasing market share. What more do you want? Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, you slice Speaking it. Speaking of the it's stock, it's going to be a good deal. What did the stock do today, anyways? The stock did very well, but we're yeah. going to save that topic for. Okay. All, right, all right, all right, sorry, sorry. It's, it's a, no, no, no. You, you can talk about it. I'm just saying mm. we we got a question from a from a person that emailed a question for us. So we're going to touch, we're going to touch on a topic, which is, we're going to save it for a while. So Doug any, Ford will make it happen. That's awesome. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Anybody uh, have any, uh, any more comments about uh, the Cybertruck factory possibly going in Missouri? Well, I think there's a number of us here from the GTA. We should start digging and put together our own package. Let's, like do it. It. <laughs> Let's do it. Sure. I got the, <laughs> Ten bucks, I think. Ten bucks. Got one hundred twenty-five on it right now. Here's <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at that pretty money. One billion Canadian dollars. Is that go fund me. They're gonna, uh, yeah, I mean, go, we're gonna start a GoFundMe. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, Trevor, that, that 125 in your pocket is worth 50 bucks. Yeah. So <laughs> keep going. I mean, I I don't know too much about Middle America. You know, I have never been to you know Kansas City or Arkansas, you know. All you have I, to do is watch Ozark. You'll get everything you need to know about uh, it. I love that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I've seen the, that. the best meal I ever had my entire life was wow. in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm just saying. Hey, my parents lived there for two years. Where was it at? It was awesome, man. Really? Great Is state. Really? Yeah. Well, they can put they can they can put uh, Marty and Wendy Bird in charge, and everything will be all good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the money right in. Do, right. do you guys know anything about their politics there? Because Mark said it might be an issue, or is it mm. going to be an issue? That's what his question was. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, Could tell you. I don't know much about it. So Missouri politics going to be an issue? Hmm. Yeah. Well, you're an American here. Come on, help us out. Well, I'm. I still have my money on Austin, Texas, personally. Yeah, I love yeah, Austin. That's yeah. another great American city. Keep it weird, man. Yeah. Truthfully, I want Central U.S. just because it's closer to us, so we That's might right. be able to get it quicker. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my Pick it up. Yeah, that was my whole argument towards Raj's. Not for California. It Give us the cars first. <laughs> yeah. If they really want some real four by four winter testing, yeah, they put a factory yeah. closer to us. <laughs> sure. Bring it up here, man. We'll put yeah. it through its paces. Yeah, so not, not much more to add. Okay, moving right along, we're going to talk uh, about what was on a lot of people's minds at, at, at the beginning, but I think um, I think this week uh, or last week, Elon sort of put a damper on it. Talking about Battery Day, uh, the investor stuff. Now, he, I think it was uh, somebody, I don't know if it was a third row Tesla, 
guys or somebody asked him about uh, battery and powertrain investor day and he replied saying just battery day but it will be great cloud powertrain will be later this year so it seems like they're and correct me if i'm wrong guys um i don't know were they both supposed to be together in the first place and now that he's separated it I think the I think the intent originally was he said battery battery and powertrain investor day originally. Okay. Originally. Okay. So this is news to us that they've decided to split it up. Okay. And we were I think was it last week we were talking about it guys uh, somebody had asked if it's going to be uh still in in April or when it was going to be and we speculated and stuff like that well I guess we were wrong about the 420 it's not going to be now it's going to be uh May. And obviously May is not even uh did he say May? He didn't say he said mid May. You said mid May. Oh, I also, I also think too, just the way things are at right now, it's who knows, you know, right? Everything might be just streamed too. So I guess they could, they could potentially have it, but then there's still a lot of people congregating in the same room, you know. So the other thing you got to keep in mind is you, uh, Elon's very aware of the Osborne effect. The last thing you want to do is introduce or talk about a product and kill your sales at the pro in the, in the process. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Plaid powertrain, we know that's for the Model S. I mean, it was originally designed for you know the Roadster, um, and it's going to be in the Cybertruck, and it's going to be in the Model S. But that's not planned until a little bit later. So splitting it up probably means that you know we don't want to kill the sales of the Model S. So let's put that over here, and maybe the battery tech is pretty much ready for some kind of mid-cycle refresh for one of the other cars. And they're ready to do it now. Because the last thing you want to do is start talking about a new battery and <laughs> kill the sales. Unless uh, unless it's really designed for the S and the X and because the sales are not all that great right now, maybe they won't miss the sales quite so much. I don't or know. If the, there, or there if are it's imminent. Well, exactly. And that's why I'm saying there are ramifications with announcing stuff and talking about this tech. Mm -hmm before it's ready and if you go back a year ago when tesla was talking about you know hardware three during yep. the um uh, autonomy investor day the cars were already already had those computers in the cars that's what i'm so, thinking about battery right? exactly so what that's if, what I'm you know yeah what if like all the y's already have that new battery in it and it's just i mean we don't know right it's we don't really know um Kyle, Kyle over at Out of Specs seems to think it's the same battery. He's done a rough test, you know, with uh, with Brian uh, at I One Tesla, and seems to think it's the same battery capacity. And then you got Brooks, who's running it with Scan My Tesla, and he seems to think that it's a little higher capacity. So we don't really know. Sandy will be the one to take it apart and really know. But I think that you know, I mean, he just hasn't gotten around to the battery at this point. So I don't know. I'm a, I'm a personal believer that it's the same battery as the Model Three at this point. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, that's that. So I was going to say, Trevor, you brought up a good point. Uh, they do a really good job at not, uh, like, any new vehicle they show. They showed the Model Y, but even at the uh, reveal of it, they did a really good job still pushing Model 3 sales, uh, kind of, like, downplaying the Y up until it was ready for uh, production. So they're really good at, um, like, even when they revealed the 3, their sales of S's and X's were still doing really well at the time because the 3 event was kind of underwhelming. Uh, and then as they got closer to ramp, that's when they started really uh, talking about it a little bit more. I think yeah. Model Y is the same way because if you really think about it, here in North America, we're nuts about SUVs. And the last thing you want to do is kill your demand for the product that's actually floating the boat right now. And that's really Model 3. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So don't yeah. talk about Model Y. Don't even, I mean, when it goes into production, just say, okay, fine. You can buy it now, but don't even, like, don't even talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to kill the, the cash cow, and that's Model 3. Yeah. 
So I'm saying they do a really good job with that. Oh, they did it. Point. An incredible job of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. They've always downplayed things in a lot of ways. I mean, the Model 3 reveal got a little out of hand because, honestly, if you think about it, I mean, we're talking about a mass market car. Yeah. Mass market, I mean, mass volume, not price-wise, yeah. but you know what I mean? So uh, people were excited about that. And the Model Y, people are excited about it because it's an SUV using Model 3 tech. Um, but, you know, going back to the Cybertruck thing, I mean, that's the one that's got everybody's blood boiling right now because that's the one that's really going to have all kinds of really new stuff. You can't have a $40,000, 250-mile Cybertruck with all that tech in it uh, yeah. without some kind of battery breakthrough on technology and price, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more going on, and I think that's really where the battery tech at least in my opinion right now, is really being focused on. Now, whether it shows up in the other two cars, you know, I think if you talk to anybody who, who's who been watching Tesla, um, you know, the sales of the S and the X are down considerably, and they're the two cars right now in the lineup that need the, the biggest refresh. Of, oh, yeah. You know, if you're going to keep the cars around, you've got to do something. If you don't care about it, okay, fine, let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're looking pretty old in the tooth in a lot of ways. I mean, the Raven update was nice, but it wasn't the interior. I think a lot of people are waiting for the interior refresh, which is going to I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. But if you look at the tech, the Model 3 has a better battery. It, it has you know better HVAC system. It has, I mean, there's so much stuff in the Model 3 that's so much better. It's just like, oh, God, like at what point are you going to put this in these two cars? Well, I think the, the S and X right now are the highest margin uh, cars that they have, right, that they're making. Um, yeah, but but Model still, Three profits are eclipsing those cars by a wide margin now. No, it's by, so it's volume. by volume, yeah, volume. yeah, for sure, yeah, volume, for yeah. sure, yeah. And so yeah. Ryan said, "What's interesting? China's range is spec at six twenty-five, but they're saying it's the way it's rated in China mm -hmm. uh, yes. versus the EPA. Yeah, yeah. But w, could it be a different WTLP battery? Is what they use over there, and it's 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 BS. Oh yes, okay. Just like the Endec or the one that they use in Europe is bullshit." But you know, like <laughs> Elon and team always have this knack of pulling a rabbit out of a hat, right? So what are the odds that there is additional capacity that they're able to get out of the existing tech that's already in the Model 3s? I know they've done it twice already. Is there any more? Do you think that they can squeeze out of it? I don't know. I'm not going to say no because they've done it twice. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd be no, a fool right. to say no, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. told me before we did the first two times, I would have said you're crazy. The I first time, yeah. But yeah, I think if you look at Tesla's history of doing the upgrades on the Model Three, I think they were. I mean, it's a completely new drivetrain, so they want to have a certain amount of miles and and you know reports in terms of reliability and service before they actually. I mean, once they they get a good handle on it. Um, then they can come back and they make some more tweaks. Don't forget the semi truck, which is the one they've been testing the longest now, because of course with that car, you can't go to market without having good testing because those customers won't tolerate anything less. Um, it uses the same drivetrain as model three. I mean, slightly modified motors, right? But that drivetrain is really rated for a million miles. So I'm sure they're getting a lot of data back and they're going, okay, well, what if we do a little tweak, you know, in the inverters and do this and do that. And then, you know, they can release that as a paid upgrade. I mean, they do paid upgrades now that we've got a couple of free upgrades, but um, who knows what else they can tweak with the cars as they go. I mean, they're very good at the software thing, which is pretty apparent compared to everybody else. Yeah. Uh, Tesla MD said, I'm predicting 100 to 150 uh, kilowatt uh, Model 3Y. What do you guys think? 100, uh, 150? In a way. Pretty awesome. For a 3Y. at a minimum. I could see them do that on the Model S. We know it's going to have a bigger battery, that's for sure. Yeah. 
That'd be pretty it, cool. It's just like what what direction did they take with the Model S? Do they actually redesign the battery completely, or do they just use you know Model Three cells and a new BMS and a new architecture in it? The the, the architecture. If you look at the architecture of the S battery and the Model Three battery. Other than the fact they use cylindrical cells, it's a different arrangement. It's a different module setup. It's it's all these other things. Elon's even said that going forward, they're going to get rid of modules completely. Just going to have a box, throw a bunch of cells in it, wire them up, not even have a cover because the cover is actually the car now. It doesn't make any sense to do that because the car is originally designed to have swappable batteries. Obviously, that's not happening anymore. So they're looking at efficiencies mm -hmm. down the road, right? So if you're looking at the Model S and, and let's say they put a better battery pack in there, what are they doing? Are they actually redesigning the car to handle a bigger battery or are they just making a slightly bigger battery pack in terms of height? Because I, I would I would surmise they'd probably get another centimeter out of that without affecting the ride height of the car. Um, you put 2170s in there. Which are you know which have fifty percent more volume than the outgoing eighteen six fifties. It got new chemistry. Uh, what does that lead you? A hundred twenty, hundred twenty kilowatt hour battery pack, probably very easily. Um, but we don't know. I mean, how how many resources does Tesla have to actually undertake redesigning yet another car? I mean, Model Y is done now. They're on to other things. Yeah. Well, they have to redesign the back seat first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you know, with, with, with density improvements, you know, who knows? Maybe they can get the uh, 100 kilowatt battery the same size as the 75, right? Well, rumor going around is that this battery day, they're trying to get a battery stuffed into there, whatever this battery is. Yeah. Uh, trying to get it in there as a demonstrator, at least at first. But I don't know. I'm a firm believer in the Osborne effect that don't announce something unless you have something to sell right away because you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. 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 Yeah we, yeah, we all agree on that. Yeah, and I agree. <laughs> and you touched on something going way back, probably about 10 minutes ago, Trevor, when you're talking about um, uh, the plaid motor and stuff like that. And the plaid motor came up in, in some conversation from Elon this week. And this isn't one of the topics that I sent you guys, but you got me thinking about that. And I was watching Now You Know, uh, and Zach and Jesse were talking about how Elon was saying his favorite or his Tesla vehicle that he will be driving will be the Cybertruck. And we were talking about uh, how it'll be plaid and stuff like that. And they were speculating think that it may be quad motor. Does anyone think that it will go that no. far? Plaid is the code name that Tesla uses for the tri-motor setup, period. Okay, that's, that's what so I thought. I thought plaid, maybe I was missing something. He's just referring to the tri-motor setup. So his Cybertruck is going to be the tri-motor. So someone so, said that, and they said, is it just the tri-motor? And I believe he responded saying, no, there's a little bit more to it than that. Oh, maybe that's – okay, maybe that's what Zach and Jesse were thinking of then. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's – yes, that's true. It's it's more than that, but – Yeah, somebody was saying that basically does plaid mean that there's, you know, uh, there's more motors or that it's the tri-motor setup or whatever, and he goes, no – you know, tri-motor is tri-motor, but plaid is definitely some tweaking um, that he's done, you know, software and probably other little things in there um, that really kind of is hitting the top notch of, you know. Well, I'm so do you, think it's, do you think it's just a software change or do you think there's hardware changes in there? Because if it's software, if you order a tri-motor, you can always upgrade to a plaid if it's just software, right? Maybe a bit of both. We might see a plaid variant of the tri-motor car yeah i mean if if they do well let me put it to you this way because tesla is very much a hopscotch company so if <laughs> well and when i mean well i'll explain what i mean by that 
if they really when they release the Model S, because Model S with the Plaid is going to come out before the Cybertruck. So if we see a performance Model Three, and then we see a performance Model Three, uh, you know, with the same trimotor setup, but it has a Plaid, plaid drivetrain. There's your takeaway right there. They'll have two variants of it. I don't know. Maybe they'll just have a trimotor. They'll call it Plaid, and then they'll keep the performance Model S, and then and then call it a day. So I think it when when they get around to updating the Model S with the Plaid powertrain and however they structure it that that'll be probably your answer right there because that's typically how they operate you know i am really i'm really surprised that there's so much confusion from elon's tweets he's, just, he's so he's usually so concise when he well, says i think he's yes. concise to the point of being cryptic and people read too much into it or he was, doesn't explain himself too much oh yeah I was being but part of that too is that, that i mean yeah. elon elon's i mean if you watch elon in and i'm sorry to take over the conversation here but no 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 <laughs> but, buddy sorry i want you on this podcast because sorry, you're a sorry. wealth of knowledge if this you watch if you watch elon interviews you can tell he's a kid in a candy store and he wants to talk oh, yeah. but he knows he has shareholders holding and, he, back so and he's much. holding yeah. back and he's gotten better too right oh, yeah. if you think back like he's slipped up quite a few ways <laughs> um and you can definitely well, tell that, last year's know. fiasco with the fort you know with the yeah. secured and everything <laughs> he, he really shut him up yeah. yeah yeah he's yeah. not as active on twitter as he used to be he's the meme king now yeah. But, you know, I mean, oh, yeah, he does do a lot of memes. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where he, when he answers, I was being sarcastic when I said he is very thorough and very concise in his tweets. When he answers people with those one or two word answers, <laughs> yeah, it's it's obviously open sure. for interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I used, to, I used to follow Apple so closely and try to figure out what they're reading between the lines. I don't care anymore because they're so predictable. But yeah. Tesla, Tesla is fun to watch because it reminds me of the old, you know, early Apple days. Raj, you probably agree with me on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Franklin, you probably don't. Moving Franklin, right along. Yeah. <laughs> Apple, what's Apple? <laughs> okay, listen. I still followed all their their uh, changes and stuff that they've done. I'm not, like, oblivious. I just don't own any Apple products, okay? It's and that's funny. funny. You just like I don't, own any, I don't own any Apple Ford products either. So. Apples in your desk with a lot of pins stuck into it? No, but I'll tell you why she did want to buy an Apple to run it over. <laughs> I'll tell you know that. I said I said my last video I ever do on my channel will be me running over a, an iPhone because after that I can't top that video. There's nothing else to do. Mike, like, <laughs> walk away. Wait a minute. Last summer you asked to borrow an iPhone from me. Hey, the That's OnePlus Eight just came out. There's a reason for that. Well, yes. there's a reason for that. <laughs> he was going to make his last video. And Mark did a review on it. <laughs> yeah, you can tell it came out because every YouTuber is doing a review on it. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along, I think we've uh, nailed that one to death. And and Tesla Roddy article about uh, you know, Tesla dominating the Kelly Blue Book uh, oh image God. awards. And like when I say dominating, I think they had what got five out of six categories. Uh, now correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to try to read this really quick. The categories that they did get, and I think they just missed out one. I think. Um, it went to uh, Lexus or something like that, or, or Toyota. But they got best luxury brand. They got best overall luxury. No, that's the same one. Oh, best uh, best value luxury brand, most refined luxury brand, and best performance luxury brand. And best oh, styling. and best styling. Yes. So the only other one that they didn't get was the trust most trusted award, which I think by next year they should probably get. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a sweep now. Yep. The reason I bring this up is like, what other, and please correct me if I'm wrong, either at home or 
on the panel here, what, because I haven't followed Kelly Blue Book that much, but what other auto manufacturer do you know that has swept it or dominated uh, any kind of, whether it's, um, what what's it up here in Canada, Trevor? The CJAA or some of that, or J, there's some other uh, uh, award or, or certification up here in Canada. Mm, couldn't tell you. But there is, I forget what it is. But, but um, <laughs> Kelly Blue Book, I mean, it's pretty reputable. I mean, to yeah. have have a, a awards five out of six like that, that says something. But do you, my question is, do you think that the masses, like the people that are driving uh, gas vehicles, like does this translate or trickle down to them so that they can see? Like, I know you're not going to see it on six o'clock news, but like how do we get people, like you've always said, uh, butts and seats, but how do we get people to know this so they can wrap their head around how good these vehicles are? Well, we've said it many times before, butts and seats. Butts and seats, yeah. It's the only way. It's the only way. I have a problem with this in the sense that Tesla's still being hung onto this luxury thing. I mean, the Model 3, as nice as it is, I mean, it's in, it's in, you know, Mercedes, Audi, you know, A4 territory, Um, but they're still plug in this luxury thing. I mean, I still get people on the street and say, oh, you own a Tesla? I'm like, oh, God, you must be a rich guy. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> my, my friends outside of the Tesla community, same thing. It's like I try to explain to them, if I had your money, <laughs> like paying for gas and everything, and it just so happens in the past few weeks, gas has been cheap. Well, but, you gotta, yeah. I just learned to pick my battles. But um, well, Matt, Matt raises a question here about resale value and how this might translate to resale value. And um, this is a good question because we were going to trade in our Model X for a Model Y. I said that on last week's show. Uh, but, you know, Tesla really was not offering a, a fair trade in value. Um, so I'm wondering whether the resale market that is not a trade in, uh, if the Tesla vehicles are maintaining their value and how this might contribute. I think that's a great question. Yeah. I have some thoughts on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you try to trade in your Model X or did you sell I, privately? Uh, no, I sold it privately because yeah. I knew that Tesla was going to go on the low ball because Tesla is yeah. not interested in being in the used car business. Yeah. Right. Um, yep. They just send them off to auction. They're not interested. So, uh, private is always the best way to get the most value for your dollar, especially if that's what you're looking for. If you want to trade it in, well, that's a convenience thing. I mean, because nobody walks up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's strictly about convenience, right? Um, when I sold my Model X, um, I got on the low side of what I thought was acceptable to me. Yeah. Um, but by the same token, I think even though Model 3 actually has a very good resale compared to the other Teslas. Yeah, they do. Um, mainly because there's there's still a lot of demand for the car. So I think most people that are looking at selling those cars are still probably getting better dollar for those cars than an S or an X. I think there's several aspects to that. It's newer technology. But don't forget, Tesla is also seen as very much a tech company. So the tech moves very quickly. Um, so for some people... Um, I th well, before I say this, uh, you also got to look at the Model 3. It hasn't had as many iterations as the S and the X have. Right? The S and the X have gone through, you know, AP1 and AP2 and AP3 and, you know, lots and lots and lots of changes, right? And because there's so much tech in these cars, the S's and X's have actually lost a lot more value than they normally probably should have. Mm -hmm. But it's like computers. With the 
launch on the three, right? Because if you had sold exactly. it right before the three, you probably would have gotten a significant more. Exactly. And on the three, we haven't seen that many variants of the car. You know, we got, you know, standard range, we got long range and stuff, but that's just the battery thing. It's not really so much the tech everywhere else, you know, hardware three with notwithstanding. So I, uh, I think well, think large, about large that too, right? Yeah. I, I got the newest hardware in my car now, which well, exactly. Right, so it's not like you're missing out on anything. And not so. every SNX has the MCU two, which is another thing that people are looking. That at is right a problem. Now, right? I can that attest to that. For me, right? I was <laughs> me too. Same thing. But I will. I mean, I will say this: that even despite you know saying that, there are all the non-Tesla people that are looking into getting into Tesla and maybe looking at a used vehicle with the mindset of ice vehicles. That oh, you know, I like. I had had mine up for about two weeks, maybe. <laughs> um, and then uh, I I got asked, oh, well, what year is it? And I was like, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. It's exactly like one you'd pick up today. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, just not knowing that, hey, what does full self-driving mean? What does it mean to have hardware three? You know, just like, sure. A lot of people tell me your accessories mean nothing. Fine. All right, take all that out of there. But, you know, as far as like, Hey, this comes with full self-driving or, you know, I got a lot of people saying like, well, this is the price of an all wheel drive today, or this is a price of a performance today. And I was like, listen, let me price it out. And I like went on the website and it was clearly a seven K difference. And I'm like, you're not even factoring in full self-driving in there. I don't, sorry. I don't think people realize that you know, <laughs> full self-driving is, is $7,000 and that's an additional charge that you'll have to pay if you want to take advantage of any of those, you know, summon and you know some of the features that are coming soon uh don't worry about self-driving i can get it for cheaper i know a buddy like that's probably what they think right people yeah, that yeah, yeah. aren't in the tesla world they have no idea it's very much an education process i mean you got people that you have to educate to buy the car and then when you go to sell it yeah. unless they're already a tesla owner it's an education process all over again yeah so yeah. some of the comments here are saying the year applies for uh insurance and warranty oh yeah yeah i see yeah well, what's, what's the uh trevor maybe you know this what's the warranty on the on the three it's uh four, yeah, four years, years fifty thousand miles or yeah, four years eighty thousand kilometers yeah it's pretty the, the, the battery powertrain so to speak has a long that's warranty. different yeah, yeah that's that's different actually even on the s and the x now they've actually rescinded some of their warranties so yeah it's not lifetime anymore no and yeah. going back to the whole uh luxury thing uh tesla md mentioned if you look at the cost of the best-selling vehicles corolla civics etc a tesla is more or less in the luxury segment i'd argue so he's going based off the initial uh cost that you're paying up front that's that's true see but if so you does that compare... make my toyota tacoma luxury then because it's the same price as a standard range plus <laughs> truck well, see and that's just it right um i know we're going to go on like a totally different topic here but go I've ahead so much i've done so much math on this and like, if you own a Tesla and you drive X number of kilometers per year or miles, depending on this in the, the U.S., one of those countries, one of three countries in the world that use miles, miles still, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually, like, a lot cheaper than the initial price, as we know, right? So it's hard to compare uh, its starting price to ICE vehicle starting prices because of the cost savings over time. Mm -hmm. So even though you're starting at a higher base price to begin with, uh, obviously, over time, you're going to be saving quite a bit, right? Yeah, but that mentality that people have been ingrained as, you know, how much is this thing going to take for me to drive it off the lot today? They don't think about total cost of ownership no, no, because the maintenance and the fuels are, those are known things. They set it aside. 
with purchasing an EV, you you have to do that calculation. But the, here's the nice thing: when you sell the car, those savings follow the next owner, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So that's something when you're selling your car, you got to take that into account, and that's something you have to discuss with the person too, right? You're going to you're going to follow those savings because you're not paying for the fuel and the maintenance anymore. I mean, well, the maintenance might be, I mean, if it's out of warranty and stuff, um, but the fuel follows, it follows the car. Uh, and I'll tell you, like, I'm under 30, right? And uh, we're started working this past year. A lot of people are like, wait, how did you, how'd you get a Tesla? Like, you know, they start asking questions. When you start, like, explaining to them how much money, uh, like, you, if you look at the whole, whole overall picture, then the wheels start turning and they're like, wait, oh, oh, maybe yeah. I can get one of those, right? So uh, I start, I started showing them, uh, well, too bad everything that happened. I was actually supposed to go and show like two or three people in my car over the last, uh, during our March break. Uh, people that were interested, ready to make a deal, right? Aren't um, we still in March break? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, March break. the other thing about a luxury vehicle is, kind of subjective, right? About how it's appointed on the inside, for example. And for me, I really dig the modern minimalist uh, interior, right? So to me, I don't really care that it doesn't have a ton of buttons and, you know, some velvet, whatever here on the sides, right? So to me, the tech is the luxury. <laughs> yeah, so that makes sense to you, right? I was actually looking yep. at Model S's um, to, trade my three in uh, i know it sounds uh but one of the reasons why what? i didn't go for it yeah <laughs> one of the reasons why i didn't go for it believe it or not was just purely because of the fact i didn't want to have another screen in front of me and i didn't want to have all the extra buttons and stuff i really enjoy uh the simplicity of the model three yeah maybe i got really used to it or whatever but yeah that um, brings up very a lot of points because a lot of people equate buttons with luxury yes oh yeah right? <laughs> and there's something about Tesla's mid-century modern design ethic that appeals to a certain segment of people. And I think you have to you have to let go of the luxury thing of, of having 70 different tactile elements in the car. And you need to separate that. And Paul is absolutely right. I think the luxury part, as far as I like, uh, I attribute it to in the Tesla, is the tech. The tech is what sets it apart about everything else. I, you know, it could have plastic seats for all I care, but the tech makes all yeah. the difference in the world. And that's what really, I think for a lot of people, if you were to take away the uh, over-the-air software updates and largely the supercharger network, the car's not worth buying. Personally. Oh, you heard it here first. <laughs> no, Sorry. I, I know, those I know, are I, the I two agree. things that really set Tesla apart from exactly. everything else. Exactly, yeah. Well, I wouldn't own one if it wasn't for the tech, truthfully. Exactly. Me, me neither, me neither. Yeah. yeah. I want to save the world, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> Move, always, uh, the world can only save itself so many times. <laughs> uh, let's move on to another topic. We're, we're reaching the one-hour mark, and uh, I like to keep it around that just because you know me. I don't like to talk a lot. So moving right along, Franklin, don't say a word, please. <laughs> um, hey, there was, so, a, there was a terrible crash uh, here, uh, Raji would know, and anyone that's uh, in the U.S. probably would oh, know. No. Outside. There was a terrible crash um, yesterday. Um involving a Toronto police car and a, a Tesla. Uh, and it was put into my Facebook group and there was a long discussion about it. Now, the reason I bring this up, hopefully everyone's fine. Um, and, and from what I understand, people are gonna be fine, which is good because the one driver in the Tesla is in the safest car in the world. But my question and the deb debate that came up uh, 
involving this, other than the safety of and, and the well-being of everyone uh, involved, was whether Tesla, the, the Model 3, would have dash cam footage of the accident. And uh, some people were saying, well, if he had a USB stick in there, if he was like using the dash cam feature, and, and some people were saying, well, no, it should record even if they didn't, because Tesla... Uh, streams it or spools it uh, internally inside in their memory and they can upload it to themselves if needed or to authorities if needed. And there was a 50-50 quite polarizing conversation almost down to uh, a heated argument. So I'm going to ask you guys, you guys are the experts, you tell me uh, who is right and who is wrong. Is there is there such thing as that in, in, in all Teslas if you don't have a, a memory card installed? Okay, so your data gets sent back to Tesla but not video data because that's way too much uh, information to be streamed constantly. Uh, what the data that gets sent back to test are things like, uh, like, you know, the prompt that comes up on your wheel to say whether you're holding it or not, something like that. Yeah. They, they know exactly how long you've touched your wheel. Uh, and maybe the prompt doesn't come up because it's, let's say it's every 30 seconds, you touch it every 20 Tesla will still know you didn't, you only touch your wheel for 20 seconds. So they're going to receive all that data constantly all the time. But actual raw video footage, I can't see them receiving just because of the sheer amount of bandwidth that they'd have to uh, withhold. And that's a lot of uh, oh, yeah. file Absolutely. storage data that, yeah. like, file storage data is expensive, right? Yeah. They also get all of the telemetry data, though, as well, right? My understanding is with autopilot, um, when there's a disengagement, that gets logged. And when Tesla needs extra data from the fleet to do edge case analysis, they will go to the cars and say, okay, we need, we need to find out, okay, you mislabeled such and such a thing uh, at such and such a place, send us that. And sometimes they can request um, clips um, from that data. But as far as the dash cam stuff, that's not sent back to Tesla as far as, um, as an accident's occurred. There have been some cases where S's and X's with AP1, very early hardware data, um, would store like low quality GIFs, GIFs in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Semantics, you're you're right? aging yourself. Yes, I know. I know. Um, uh, because uh, Jason Hughes, their uh, WK057 there on Twitter is a very good Tesla hacker. And he has uh, pulled data out of those cars from crashes. But I'm not aware of any Model 3s that actually store that data. Uh, from crash. I'm not saying that they won't in the future and that, that they couldn't, but the constant streaming thing, that's too much bandwidth. I mean, that's why we got to pay for data now. Yeah. Right. There was a time and a place where they could bundle in the cars, but you know, Tesla has been saving money in all kinds of places, eliminating, you know, auto dimming mirrors and taking, you know, all kinds of stuff out of the cars now. So um, yeah, absolutely. There's too much data to be, uh, to be doing that on a constant basis. And then and we don't, track, uh... and we have to assume that, pe that people, that not everybody knows that there's a dash cam feature in the card. Yes. I mean, yeah. we're all tech people. Yeah. We get it. We read the release notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere that it said that, um, I don't know if it was like a leaked rumor that Tesla was going to start including a USB drive that was just like built in so that you don't even have to I worry. Heard that. You already start going. That's, that's not a bad idea, actually. Because for I people who aren't tech people, right? Yeah, because ideally, yeah. someone gets in the car, something happens, and then maybe it just pop up on the screen and say, access footage here. Or, you know, like, it, I have talked to a lot of people that they were like, well, how, they're, can I see the video running on these dash cams or these cameras? And they had no idea. And so, like, that's why, like, one of my things in my orientation video was like, first thing you do, get a USB drive, pop it in there, right? Yep. Format it. Here's the instructions. Put it in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, um, one of the other, and I, I agree with what you guys are saying. It's just, it's data information as, as opposed to video information. But then one of the things that came up that I didn't have an answer for uh, in, in the discussion was somebody was saying, well, remember back on um, full self-driving day a year ago where they all the engineers and all the experts that talked about it and they and they and I forget the guy that worked at Tesla I forget his name um it's on the tip of my tongue uh he talked about how he was uh, teaching the the FSD computer what a dog was and they would send back pictures that's of Andrew dogs. Kaparthi and that's it Andre Kaparthi yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so people were thinking that okay well it sends back pictures of these uh so that's slightly Things. different. different. So okay. yeah, here, here's the okay. So it is, but it isn't. So uh, Tesla has the capability of sending the data back. Uh, like my car has the capability of sending the data back to Tesla. Uh, Tesla will be looking for specific edge cases. Uh, so when they're trying to get smart stuff, they're looking for curbs. So they'd if my cars are on a curb that they haven't seen before, my car would be a great uh, example. So they, uh, yeah, they'd want my images. So mine would be sent back to them, but not all the cars everywhere constantly we would be sending them curbed at it because again that's way too much bandwidth so the cars have the capability uh, but it's very specific to uh case by case depending on what they what they're looking for at a given time yeah. um okay. i actually do quite a bit of tracking in terms of what my data what my car sent back in terms of data mm -hmm. uh, and like 90 percent of the time it's very very little it's just text-based data that gets sent back it's occasionally i can see like uh, you know, it's larger chunks of data, and that might be because, hey, I want around something specific that they're looking for. So the capability is there. I just don't think they're doing it on a mass basis. Right. Which is a good thing for people that are paranoid about uh, privacy and stuff like that, which is good. That's good. Good to know. Um, we're finished with the topics. There was one other topic you guys might have seen in your list. We'll, we'll, we'll forget that when we'll do it next week or something. Um, <laughs> Unless you guys want to talk about it, unless you guys had your heart set on it. <laughs> but if not, we'll just go to the viewer questions I got. Uh, we, we answered some of them as we were going along, but I got three uh, emails uh, that I want to get to because I promised those guys I'd uh, answer them. So everyone cool with ignoring the last question or the last um, uh, topic? Yeah, okay, cool. So once again, if you guys want a, a question asked or, an or you want to ask a question, you want it answered on the podcast, just all you have to do is uh, send an email to Tesla Talks questions with an S at gmail.com or leave it in any of the social media uh, things I'm on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, even even uh, on, on YouTube. Leave it down here and I will get to it. Uh, whoever I have on, if it's a specialty question, I'll try to get an expert on to answer it. And you might have to wait a week or two, but we'll get to it. So Aaron from Washington, he, his, this is our first question. He asked, hey, it's a, first of all, he says, hey, guys, great podcast. I guess you must have listened to uh, the very first one and all the rest. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he says, I'm just curious um, if you guys know why the Tesla stock has been on a tear for the last two days. Take care. So this is. <laughs> I wish I knew. But... Yeah. Well, the, the, whole tech sector, the whole tech sector has been up. Yeah. Amazon is up. Apple is up. Oh, they're, on, they're up too? I oh, yeah. Everybody's up right now. Mm. I, wonder I, don't know if, well, I don't know why, but I don't know if the government doing something, <laughs> <laughs> trying to propping up companies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Well, after this is all done, they're going to need to prop up some people. If I can uh, answer his question, I'd have Please a rooster do. ready to go. 
I said if I could answer his question, I don't know the stocks well enough to understand why they went up across a whole market in a pandemic. (laughs) It's bizarre. Like, could be an announcement coming. Who knows, right? So it's like uh, what Trevor said, though. It's the whole tech industry that's up. So it's not just Tesla. Amazon is up. uh, Apple. Google's up. up, Apple's up. uh, I believe Intel. Netflix is up. Way up. Everybody's well, I, think up. Was, I think there were two things. Number one, um, uh, Goldman initiated a buy rating for Tesla today. I, I can't remember where that. I read the article. That'll do it. Um, and then also, I believe, because I'm not a huge stock guy either, so I don't know a lot about it, but, um, but I believe that this also has something to do with um, kind of not stimulus, but like, you know, what we're trying to do to just help the economy. Something, I, I think it was... Um, uh, what's his name? Someone was talking about printing money and, you know, you know, what we're, um, essentially trying to stimulate the market back. And so that's why we're seeing it not only in just Tesla, but we're seeing across the board and in all the tech companies looking a little bit better than they have been the last couple of weeks. So, um, it's all fine and dandy, but you know, I've been reading also about that, you know, this whole, um, stay at home and, you know, and all this stuff is going to, it's gonna go for a while. Um, you know, never paying back that debt. So did you guys? I'll add in printer, and we can print the money. But it's you're never paying that debt back, man. Okay, so I'll <laughs> add in something uh, that might uh, support the whole tech industry increasing. So I know from my perspective, I've noticed like a two to three times, like we're talking two to three times uh, more work than a normal month in terms of like tech tech related work. Twenty three uh, trillion. What's that? Sorry, U.S. debt is twenty three trillion. Never oh, paid back. No, <laughs> but no. I'm just saying. Like, I noticed myself uh, for like my work, which is freelance coding uh, that I do on the side, and I've noticed like two to three times more of the work on an like on a normal month. Really? Yeah. So uh, I think mainly I attribute it to people are home. Uh, what have you guys been doing at home? You're you're using technology constantly all the time. Uh, servers are increasing. Uh, Google search for the first time went down in X number of years. Really? So that alone should show traffic's you like, yeah, traffic's, traffic's my internet's like, been flaky. Well, before we came on this podcast, I couldn't even get my green screen going because my internet was like being cameraed. And uh, so I think just the fact that traffic is increased so much and it's just the whole tech industry that's going to be thriving uh, just because people still want something to do. They want to be entertained and mm-hmm. uh, text such a huge portion of that, right? Like, think, what are we well, doing right now? I know I, the answer. I, I know, know the I know there's been a lot of debate about whether you value Tesla as a tech company or you value them as an automobile manufacturer. So, you know, I'm not going to get deep into that debate, but Tesla does sell cars, right? That's what that's their end product. And I did read an article um just a couple of days ago, but how the bottom's going to fall out of the automobile price um, prices. And uh, obviously uh, that news wouldn't cause a stock to go up, but I'm wondering if Tesla is kind of going to be treated differently because of that association with tech versus a traditional automobile manufacturer. And uh, if this price collapse happens uh, with vehicles. That's a great point, Paul, because I did read, I don't, it might not have been, it might've been the same article you read, but I read something where they, attributed possibly because once again nobody knows for sure why why the stock is going up but someone and i forget where the article was they attributed to possibly uh, with this whole pandemic going on people are realizing um that evs are more practical 
uh, cars overall, whether it's because of the environment or what, or or financial reasons. But that could be a reason why. I don't know. Eh. Well, well, part of it too, right? The, I mean, in these uncertain times, say the, the people do is they stop spending money. Right? Well, I think the China factory too helps, right? Well, yeah. Well, that was my point. Is that here in North America, people are stopped spending money, but in China, things are starting to get a little more relaxed as far as the pandemic is concerned. And Tesla is still operating the Gigafactory, and that's what's floating the boat right now for those guys. Yeah, yeah. So I think for at least the next quarter, Shanghai is going to be the ticket to keep those okay. guys profitable. I swear to God, it, it happened last week and it happened a little bit the week before, but I swear to God, you guys can see what I'm queuing up for the next topic <laughs> because, because yeah, it's, well, I don't know, is it on my face or what, but the next question comes from a, a guy on Twitter called Marty T at Marty T2 uh, on Twitter. Anyways, he says, any insights into what else Tesla might be building at the China, uh, in China besides the Model 3 and Y? Could be the Semi or maybe Solar Roos get built at the uh, Giga 3 as well? Semi is too low volume to bother with China. Model Those two. will be built in North America. Same thing model. with the Roadster. Yeah. You say the Model 2? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wouldn't China be a huge market for the Semi? I'm not saying it wouldn't be. I'm just saying for building it on the soil over there, I don't think it really makes any sense. Too low volume. So to bother are, an expansion specifically for that product. I mean, right it, now they're expanding for why. Is that what they, oh, I was going to ask you when you finished? I was going to say, I heard they're building something else right next to their main. That's, that's for that's why. why. Okay. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Uh, solar roof, maybe? Well, I, the reason why I say it, I think it's for a new vehicle. I think I, or I think that they could, you know, look at a new vehicle because keep costs super cheap. And I think smaller vehicles will get higher adoption overseas, right? In mm -hmm. Europe and in, in Italy and in China and all these places where space is limited and smaller parking spots. And we saw in Japan how it needs to like go in this little elevator thing and it, you know, stores the cars and stuff like that. So um, I think the vehicle will do extremely well over there. And if you can use the China factory to do it, why not save some money? Well, we do know mm -hmm. that Tesla is supposed to set up a Chinese design center so they can design a smaller worldwide car, not necessarily just for the China market. On the, uh, yeah, well, the take, uh, model yeah, one, well, take that with a grain of salt, yeah. but, <laughs> but it's going to happen. <laughs> they have a lot of good designers over there. So, um, yeah, yeah they're going to design some stuff that's, uh, that we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. And, I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's finish up with one more question before we wrap it up, guys. Uh, this question I know is going to trigger Trevor. Chrome <laughs> <laughs> deletes? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not. But oh, this is different. It, 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 oh, by the way, thanks for your question, Aaron and um, uh, Marty, the last two guys. Uh, thanks for writing in your question. Uh, this one's from Rich S. And he emailed me a question saying, hi, hi, I can't afford to get PPF and ceramic coating done all at once. So which do you think I should um, be, which, which do you think should be done uh, and should it be done on a full coverage of the car? Raj, go first. Because <laughs> I, know, I know Trevor's answer just to death. So yeah, go yeah. ahead, Raj. Go so ahead. I'll go with it because this was exactly my question when I got my vehicle. I oh, yeah. wanted to get it all done and I slowly ruled things out and I'll tell you what I went with. So perfect. Um, so what I went with was I did PPF on just the front of my car. It's the highest impact area 
PPF protects the paint. My last vehicle had a bunch of rock chips on the front and I was just like, you know what? I don't want to have that on this mm -hmm. car. It's mm -hmm. the most expensive car that I've ever owned. Um, and I want to protect that. Uh, ceramic will not protect it against rock chips. And that's right. why I de deprioritized ceramic. Um, and I also looked at it. Ceramic is one of those things that after about a year or two, when your car's looking all kind of gunky, you've lost a little bit of your, of your, um, clear coat then you get it you know kind of uh paint corrected cleaned up nice then you ceramic coat it and you just bring it back to like day one so that's the way i look at that would i have done a full ppf on my entire vehicle sure if i could have afforded it but i was told many times that the other areas are not as high impact and it's not 100 to prevent you from a door ding which is one of my most important things um and so when i learned that i was like then why spend and i'll quote place that was closest to me was 10 grand US? for the entire thing. Yes. <laughs> That's like 30 here in Canada. What now, keep in mind, this is like <laughs> of the crop best place, but yeah, yeah. you know, it was a little, it was a shell shocker after buying the most expensive car of our own. So yeah, no, I hear you, buddy. I'll pencil. add a couple things. <laughs> um, way. If you're thinking about PPF and ceramic coat and you decide to do ceramic coat first, be aware that if you do PPF later on, the ceramic coat has to be stripped. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So there's an extra expense. Um, do not confuse ceramic coat with protection. It only makes the car easier to wash. That's all it does. So if you can afford both, you do PPF first. Well, paint, paint correction should be done on Tesla's period because the paint always has issues. So paint, yeah. So paint correction should be as part of the PPF. And then you get your ceramic coat done on top. Um, ceramic coat doesn't last for absolutely forever, and neither does PPF. Most of them, PPF is usually rated for about five, six, seven years, sometimes up to 10, depends on the warranty you get. Uh, ceramic coats can be up to five years. Um, what was I going to say? Also, the type of PPF you get done will also vary as well. Um, both Dax and myself have a stealth PPF that's put on there, and that material costs more than a gloss PPF. And it's a little less forgiving in the sense when the installer has to put it on, he has to do it extremely well because any spots that he misses, uh, the gloss will show through and it just ruins the complete look. It's, it's, right? So it costs, yeah. So it definitely costs more to get uh, stealth PPF. It looks amazing um, if you if that's the kind of thing you want, but expect to pay more for that. So yeah, and it's a little bit from what I've understood from from my detailer, it's a, the stealth PPF is a little bit thicker in mills than it the is. regular. And, and you have to get the whole car because if you don't get the whole car, it looks stupid. Oh, no, <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's stealth. You got to do the whole car. So you're into six, yeah. seven thousand. But easy. I think I think I'm the only Tesla YouTuber who has no, not you, done PPF. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, you have any, yes. so so I do have something to say about this and and to each his own. Right. But for me, the math just didn't add up. Right. In terms of, you know, they could cost seven thousand, ten thousand to get your, your car fully done or whatever it is 4000 to just get your front that's a lot of paint repair i don't know that's just the way i see it so talk, i know i'm ian. i'm rogue talk <laughs> so i did ian. not do it he yeah, has to get the whole front end of his car repainted here's my take on it i only plan yeah. to keep the car seven years uh come the seven year marker i'm planning to flip it uh with uh the robo taxi coming that might throw a wrench into my mm. uh thought process depending on if it actually happens or not uh, or regulations, obviously, but that was my original plan. So I looked into the cost, and I'm like, well, do I really want to put this kind of money into it if I plan to get rid of it at year seven? 
I know some people say it's going to like help keep the value of the car, but do you think it really helps make up for the money that you're spending initially? So that was something I weighed on and I opted not to go for it. I'll add one more thing about PPF is that the only person who values PPF is the original owner. You go to sell your car, it's a sunk cost. Nobody wants to pay you extra because you have PPF on your car. It's like a swimming pool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Good to know. Yeah, okay. So (laughs) that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I, that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, Because I thought you could use that as a selling feature. Like underneath this car, it's from day one brand new. Like, yeah, you're getting a three year or four year old car. Listen, any mods to your car mean nothing to the next owner. Yeah. I've been told time and time again. And so mm-hmm. is well. Raj knows. Words yeah. of wisdom. I guess when you sold a car recently, yeah. <laughs> it's fresh in your mind. Yeah. But you were, you were saying, Trevor, about um, uh, Ian, his car. Yeah, like he was well, saying. Well, don't forget, Ian lives in Quebec. They put a lot of uh, gravel on the road, not so much salt. They put a lot of sand on the road. And that just wrecks havoc on the um, on the side rails of the car, like on oh, the bottom. I've the, seen the, pictures, the, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. And the front end of his car was absolutely destroyed from the uh, Canada run that we did because we just went, I mean, God, we did like 6,000 kilometers for crying out loud on all kinds of road and, and in the winter months. Um, now, keep in mind, his bumper was repainted um, when he first got his car during transportation, they put a strap up against the front bumper and it rubbed off the paint. So he's had it repainted. So I don't know about the quality of the paint that was actually put on there in the beginning. So that, that could affected it, but okay. yeah, yeah. The whole nose of his car is trashed. He needs to have it completely repainted. And he was asking me before we went on the, well, should I get a PPF before we go? And I said, well, you're, is it pretty rough right now? Yeah, it probably needs to be done. I says, don't waste your money. I waste your just, money. just wait. So he, yeah, he wants to get thing, it done, but he has to get it fixed first. So he's into major costs now. The best thing I can think of is in terms of mods, when you go to resell was uh, Brian, I won Tesla. I won one a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and he went to go sell his and someone commented, how are you going to sell that with a big hole in the back seat? Yeah. <laughs> in that armrest. Yeah. 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 He but, sold it. <laughs> He sold it, yeah. right? So, yeah. I mean, I, I, listen, I've been through a lot of cars over the years. Um, any mods or modifications, personalization to the car, like I said, is a sunk cost. Don't ever expect to get the money back. Yeah. Yeah. The car is not an investment unless you're buying them for robo taxi. No, unless, you, unless you own a classic <laughs> car like my dad does, they're, they're yeah. a money pit. So. Yeah. See, Let's like, go. Man, it's like robo taxi. Yeah. Like when robo taxi launches, then you're essentially selling something like, hey, listen, this is good to go. You can literally just buy it and start making money. Maybe you might see a little bit of a peak, you know, uh, to that value. But yeah, anything you do. It's I would just- see a lot of people buying SR pluses as a secondary car just to make money. I would certainly not let mine in the fleet. Well, what if the person what we're talking yeah, about? Either, uh, yeah. Paul, Paul and I had a big disagreement last week. Did we? <laughs> I think it was last week. I don't know. It could about, have been yesterday, too. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. About the price of full self-driving, right? Because I said it's going to mm. keep going up. Because uh, if you can potentially make the money back from RoboTaxi, why would Tesla sell it to you at such a low cost? Uh, if they can deploy the fleet themselves and make back the money for RoboTaxi, right? So I don't know if people are going to even be able to go out and buy SR Pluses for RoboTaxi the minute it's... Uh, up and running for a reasonable price. Right? Well, don't forget the leases in the U.S. have to go back to Tesla. You can't buy the car in, the, in yeah. yeah at the end of the lease, right? Yeah, because they banked on themselves being ready to go. But do you think at, at some point there might be, and I don't know if this is technically possible, but basically here's your FSD price for personal use. Here's your FSD uh, price for robo taxi. 
right? Because someone who's not going to put their car in the fleet, it's really expensive to buy FSD uh, now. I don't see Tesla making that distinction. What I would see them doing is is offering a subscription model. I mean, Elon did say that they would consider doing that. I, I see that as, as the more valuable aspect. Yeah. That's just me, though. Yeah. yeah. I Well, they said, too, that if your car... I remember him mentioning it somewhere. It's, it's hard to keep up because there's a lot of Tesla stuff everywhere, right? But I remember him saying somewhere along the lines where even if your car does not have full self-driving, but it has the hardware, uh, they might still be able to uh, enable it where you get like a smaller percentage or something because you didn't actually pay for the software and Tesla oh, still I wants see. to be able to make profit off of the car, right? Because Tesla's still going to make money from the service running. But don't don't quote me on that fully. Well, again, that, I think that's where the subscription model would make more sense. What yeah. do you think a fair subscription price would be, like on a monthly? I don't know. Basis two three hundred bucks a month. Hmm. I mean, you can make that back. I mean, a robo taxi. If you're going to do, I mean, talk to people who are doing Uber, Uber, or Lyft. Yeah. I mean, but you, would, you said you, you would never Uber, put your car into not it, my right? personal vehicle. No. Yeah, yeah. So for your personal vehicle, which let's say it's a Tesla, <laughs> um, what would you pay personally then? For FSD. I would I would expect to pay two to three hundred bucks a month um, as a subscription fee if I was to release it. Um, so, just to give you an idea, I know to... I'm not going to mention their name obviously, but I know someone who does uh, Uber uh, in in the GTA, and they just do it going know, to work. I know too. I know. Not me. But yeah, I know <laughs> they just do it going to work. So they'll bring someone uh, from where they live in their area to work, and then they do the same thing coming home, and they make about a thousand bucks a week just driving out to their work anyway because they're really going true. from outside of the city wow. to toronto and then back and they're looking at about a thousand bucks a week i didn't believe it either i think uh, you'd be foolish to think that tesla's not looking at those possibility of numbers and that's why we're seeing the fsd prices increase yeah because yeah. they see so, it I mean, as like this is a serious money maker for people so think about it this way right if it's and it's not that i didn't believe him but like when he actually started showing like holy this is amazing. Like, you know, when you actually get to physically see the, the app open, you see the numbers like, wow, this is really impressive. Right. Um, but I think if you factor that in, I don't even know if like a couple hundred dollars is uh, even worth it to Tesla um, in terms of like a monthly subscription fee, if they can actually make more than that through the robo taxi. Right. But I mean, it's all up for interpretation until it actually happens. So yeah, I agree. Raj, I noticed you, Gas when you were in awe when he said a thousand dollars. Keep in mind it's Canadian. Yeah, that's like, that's like fifty bucks. bucks. That's like fifty bucks US. <laughs> fifty bucks US. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like six to seven hundred US just oh, from yeah. going from his house to to his work and back. I mean, it is like a forty-minute drive, but he's doing it anyway. Yeah, and you're not yeah, you're not doing anything that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. <clears> I mean, day, people need a drink that for free. The only difference <laughs> you just is cough. He's getting hoarse. He needs a drink. <laughs> the only difference, really, he said, is he wakes up an extra half hour earlier because depending on where the person is, yeah. and he comes home about a half hour later. So he's looking at an extra hour a day, uh, five days a week for about a thousand bucks. That's pretty good. Is it the same customer? Nope. Different people every day. Oh. And uh, I asked him, I'm like, so do you get a lot of questions about your Tesla? He's like, he goes, I have to make a pamphlet. Because mm -hmm. the number of questions I get, and I'm like, do you talk to them about uh, autopilot? He's like, I go like, we have to drive like half the half the trip, and when we're when we're like halfway there, I tell him, so have you ever heard of autopilot? He goes, I can't freak him out and tell him right away, otherwise yeah, he'll yeah. be like, what? The car's driving by itself, right? And then he <laughs> slowly, but it's 
It's true, right? And that's why I'm such a huge yeah. uh, believer in RoboTaxi. Uh, obviously, whenever it happens, it will eventually. Um, but I, I don't know. Time is a real thing. Yeah, but I think I think the price of and people are going to be shocked when the price of full self driving goes into amounts that are way more than the hardware of the car because of the potential cost that it returns. But, so us existing owners, then basically we can't trade in our car because we won't be able to afford uh, full self drive. <laughs> Um, and matter what, of fact, when I get the Cybertruck, I'm not ordering FSD on it because I don't expect to use it for that. See, that's what I was hoping to be able to transfer our FSD from like. Yeah, that would be great. yeah a lot of people have been asking about that. And, you know, I think now, it makes sense for certain aspects. But, you know, you have to remember it's a feature of the car. It's not a feature of the person. So if you sell the car, it has to stay with the car. I understand right now it's like, well, it doesn't exist. Why am I paying for it? And why do I have to pay for it a second time? Because it's not finished yet. But when it does become finished and it becomes a money-making opportunity, I think at that point people go, oh, yeah, it makes sense. But right now, yeah, I understand. It's painful. Here's a question for you, Trevor. Your pre-order for your Cybertruck, would mm -hmm. you click on full self-driving? No. So – I know. You if you want it, you should because then you're guaranteed for the price for later. Yeah, but, that's, that's what I can yeah, And you, and you no, could just no, no, change your exactly mind and drop from. it. Yeah. No, exactly. But um, no, I, I I decided not to. I okay, mean, so you, change it, but you want to know the trick? You place in two orders. You put one with FSD and one without, and then you decide later. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's a $100. Uh, I'd rather take the money and buy a camper because <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan for the truck. Right, you, Dax? You can, you can have mine because yeah, I don't know if go. I'm going to get any use out of it this summer with everything closed. No, exactly. It's kind of a write-off. 2020 is a write-off as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. Well, that was fun, guys. Uh, thanks ever, thanks to everyone that joined us on the live stream, anyone that's listening to this. Uh, but especially thanks to – because you guys start with Raj because he came from so far to join us today. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny California. Thanks, Raj. Well, he's for, also, uh, he's also time traveling because he's three hours before us. Yeah. He crossed yes. the border to be here, right? He broke the law. You know it's midnight here, right, Raj? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's thinking about it. <laughs> I'm kidding, gotcha. gotcha. I don't, no days, no time. I, have no I know. I lost time. track of all my We days. all have, buddy. We all have. No, seriously. Uh, I've been saying, I think uh, this is episode 11 or 12. I've lost count just like days. Can't but I've been here. Yeah. I, I've been saying, and I, yeah, I say that too. But I've been saying, I, uh, I think. At one point, your name had come up in every episode for a while, mm -hmm. saying that I needed to get you on. So thanks for finally coming on. Um, thanks Absolutely. for Trevor for loaning you out. <laughs> this is what I was, the, the joke was last week. Hey, it's my Tre first time too. So <laughs> yes, no, Trevor, and and you know what? Let this be known. This is never your last time, guys. If you ever want to come back, uh, I haven't gotten into an argument with you, so you can always come back. <laughs> I'm just not yet, anyway. books. That's good. Yes. You don't want to get on Dax's bad side. I don't, I don't have a bad side. Trevor, I'm talking about bad about the Cybertruck, and I don't know. You might not be invited back. <laughs> Trevor, well, thank, thanks was for here. coming we back. Complain about Cybertruck thank, anytime, guys. Thanks for coming. Um, uh, and Franklin and Paul, like usual, thank you very much for for helping me out on this, Raj. Before we go, what do you what do you want to plug for yourself? Uh, just YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Tesla Raj, or shoot me an email, Raj at TeslaRaj.com. Any questions or anything like that, just like to help. Perfect. Any uh, content coming out soon? Should we expect anything? Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, probably another Y video. I think it's the last that I can dig up out of my. Uh, my little box of tricks that was recorded well before. Yeah, <laughs> like perfect. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Trevor, 
Where can people find you? Well, you can follow me on Twitter. The handle is Tesla Owners Online or Model 3 Owners, as you see below. Uh-huh. Uh, don't forget to check out the forum, teslaownersonline.com. And oh, wealth um, yeah, of information a, there. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. You got any content uh, dropping for us soon? Uh, no, not right right now. I think I'd like to take uh, take a bit of a break. Break, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one would blame anyone in this uh, time. I mean, it could change tomorrow. I could wake up with an idea. <laughs> yeah, but right now, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got an idea. I'm like, ah, yeah, content's coming. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I always let Raj know. <laughs> Paul. Where can people um, find you, buddy? Uh, YouTube.com slash Tesla Canuck. Basically, yep. Tesla Canuck on any social media. Um, I'm kind of on hiatus as far as video making goes. I, it's been about two weeks now, and I'm, I'm like with Trev. I'm just taking a little bit of a break. Nothing wrong with that, buddy. Yeah. But soon. Yes. Well, that's fine for you and Trevor and me, too. I've, I'm taking a little bit of a break. Um, Franklin will make up for us. Franklin, where can people <laughs> He's find been you? prolific. Um, so uh, M Franker on Twitter, Mother Franker on YouTube. Uh, I also want to give uh, someone else a shout out because he doesn't do it. Go check out Dax uh, Tesla Talks on Twitter, Tesla oh, Talks <laughs> Dax M on YouTube because he always skips himself and he never does it. So I, I don't need to. But <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Um, you are the proud new owner of a. Uh, I don't know if you've got them yet, but you're a proud new owner of some diecasts. Yep. Yeah, I got the whole fleet of <laughs> them. Made now. that happen. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I bought the I bought the semi for my birthday, and then I put out a it, within the video that I did. I'm like, if I get a hundred likes, I'll buy the rest of them. And I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was more of a joke, right? And then Dax, of course, is like, let me start this whole thing, and then Trevor goes and retweets it. <laughs> that was and the end of that. That cost you a lot of money, didn't it? <laughs> Next thing I know, it got up to eighty in the first like four four hours or something. I was like, all right. So I already placed my order even before I hit the hundred marker, uh, <laughs> just because I knew it was going to happen. So, and can we ask what the total number was uh, for cost? Yeah, cost wise. So including the semi, and I bought the roaster before. If you told them totaled them all up, it's about two thousand or close to. Wow. Um, Canadian Raj, Canadian. Canadian. Uh, in the last, <laughs> so basically my birthday was like a, a fifteen hundred dollar birthday gift to myself. Very uh, nice. Good for you. You got to treat yourself. Yeah. yeah. Man. So it was cool though. I got um, lots of Lego. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have to treat ourselves once in a while, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've no, been no. messing around. I tried submitting a front puppy photo because I opened up the fronts of all of them and put in like little uh little plastic dogs inside of all of them and yeah. submitted it through and Earl got a good kick out of that. But cool. uh yeah. No, it was cool. Nice. Sweet. Well, thanks guys. Uh we are at the past the 130 uh, hour and 30 mark, and I like to keep it short. So this is as long as we're gonna get. Thanks very much for joining us, guys, and we will talk to you later. See you. Take care. See you. Bye bye now. Bye.